The Basics of Hasidus, Chapter 11, The Personal Mission Section 1, The Soul's Descent, A Most Relevant Message For the individual, the discussion of purpose and the ideal of Dira B'tachtonim is immensely personal. Being integral to understanding one's personal life mission, Dira B'tachtonim is in no way some abstract philosophical idea. While it certainly carries macrocosmic proportions, it is concurrently relevant to the here and now of me, my aspirations, my challenges, and my divine mission. While the body is native to this world, the soul is not. As a godly entity that enjoyed closeness to God in the heavenly realms, the soul is dispatched to this world on a mission. Indeed, the world and the soul are not alike, but it is for this specific reason that the soul is chosen to descend to earth and live a physical life. The soul is meant to be in the world, but not of the world. Therefore, having the ability to imbue the world with godliness that the physical would never otherwise attain. Our discussion of purpose has taught us that the primary objective of any Jewish cause is to illuminate the Tachtoin, the lower realms. We are tasked with transforming our world so that even its lowest elements are permeated with godliness and elevated to a higher truer awareness. In our personal lives, this effort has two general applications. The first is our person, and the second is our surrounding environment. This is because the destination of purpose, the Tachtonim, has two domains. Number one, the Tachton within a person. This includes the insensitive animalistic soul, the physical body, and one's mundane affairs. And number two, the tachtoin within the world. This includes the less receptive elements of society, the tangible physicality of the world, and the dimensions of time and space. Our world is extremely diverse. Every individual, circumstance, and moment present unique facets of opportunity to be fashioned into a home for God. This home is called Adira B'tachtoinim, which is a plural form of the word Tachtoin. This indicates that the diverse plurality of our existence is meant to be a dwelling for the single boundless God. To best fulfill our mission, we are to embrace our individuality. We are to recognize that we each have a role that no other person can perform in our stead. The specifics of our personal circumstances are tailored to our soul's mission, and recognizing our purpose as individuals is integral to the accomplishment of God's desired home. Empowerment. Before birth, God provides the soul with all of the necessary tools and the determination to fulfill its mission. The soul is emboldened to persevere throughout the duration of its deployment in this world 
in order that it not succumb to the foreign influences that will soon surround it. The details are all set with the finest nuance. The appropriate family, environment, and place of residence are provided, and one's personality strengths and weaknesses are all accounted for. This is the meaning of the oath administered to the soul before its descent into the physical. As the Talmud describes, the soul vows to be a tzaddik, one completely dedicated to God alone, and, at the very least, to not be a rasha, one who transgresses any bit of God's will. This commitment of the soul evokes limitless strength from the soul's root essence, allowing for the soul to be able to fulfill its mission with success and confidence. Section 2. Changing the World, Doing Our Part Every soul has a specific portion of the world that is theirs to rectify and refine. Each person is born into this world at a very specific time and place where it is their responsibility to elevate that environment and permeate it with holiness. Likewise, all of creation was made to express God's glory and our task is to facilitate this important recognition. Every circumstance and occasion affords the opportunity for us to cause Yiskadal v'yiskadash Shemei Rabbah, that God's great name be sanctified and glorified within our world. In Kabbalah, the idea of refinement or rectification is known as Avodas Habirurin, and each soul has specific Nitsutse Kedusha, sparks of holiness which it is assigned to elevate. These sparks are found in all elements of physical existence and human experience, and by living life within this world according to the instructions of Torah and mitzvahs, these sparks are returned to their true home. The process of birur or refinement has two general stages. First, one is to interact with the physical in a manner that does not detract from one's divine service. By not letting our environment drag us down, we reveal that there is no force independent of God. Existence and all of its facets are created by God, therefore they cannot be an impediment to the fulfillment of a godly mission. When we grow in our commitment to God while disregarding the temptations of the physical, the world realizes that God and his service are all that matters. On the second, more advanced level, the physical is meant to become integrated within the holiness of Avoida. Besides not being an obstacle, it is seen for the opportunity it provides in divine service. Beyond Avedas Habirurim, there are yet further steps of elevation and purification of the physical. Within the framework of the Dirabatahtoinim, there are many levels of holiness and godliness. Therefore, once elevated from the mundane, there are yet greater heights to be attained. To explain, in a human dwelling where the homeowners reside in comfort, comfort not all rooms are alike. One cannot compare the dining room or bedroom to the foyer or garage. While all of the home's parts are in the person's domain, 
Some runes are supplementary or preparative. Similarly, in creation of the Dira Batachtonim, the first step is for the world to become God's domain. None of this world should be aligned to ulterior ungodly motives, and instead all existence should be utilized in service of God. Once that happens, the Dira is created. However, there is still room for further growth. The physical can still attain greater heights of bittal and holiness. It can transition from being an external foyer to become a homier sitting area. Even in the future era of Dira Patachtonim, we will continue to use the physical with divine purpose, causing it to continuously climb higher to greater degrees of sensitivity to godliness. Time and place. Every country and locale has particular circumstances, and each person is dispatched to this world to create a dirubatachtonim within the specific coordinates of their life travels. This is accomplished primarily during times of exile. The dispersal of our people across the globe enables us to collectively elevate and refine the sparks of holiness that are hidden throughout the world. Beyond hosting the holy activities of Torah and mitzvahs, every land actually provides unique contribution to Jewish life. As history has demonstrated, the Jewish people have always incorporated elements of local culture, cuisine, and lifestyle into their service of God. At times, individuals may be sent to distant locations just to elevate these sparks. While one may argue that the most important parts of the world are already elevated and the last corners of the globe are insignificant, let us remember that these sparks are there to enable the entire world to be transformed into a dwelling for God. Although areas of holiness and civilized society represent the more personal parts of God's dwelling, no part of the globe can be overlooked, as all of the world is to comprise the Dirabatachtonim. All areas are to become God's domain. Another important facet of the Dirabatachtonim process is time. Every day carries specific potential of purpose, and a day wasted is a permanent loss. Time itself is a facet of God's creation, and it too must be imbued with holiness. Unlike the dimension of space which affords multiple opportunities to elevate its existence, each moment of time provides only one single chance to be utilized correctly. Each soul is allotted a specific amount of time to accommodate the person with the ability to achieve their unique purpose. Once the personal mission is fulfilled or the allotted time has passed, it may be the time for the soul to leave this world. However, a possible reward for the soul is to continue its life on earth and to be assigned additional missions. One need not bewail their circumstances, as they are all tailor-made toward the fulfillment of the person's particular mission. Everything is by divine providence. Of course, we all possess free will, and a person can make choices to change their situation. Nevertheless, God orchestrates one's life events so as to guide each person to the place and portion in the world that they need to elevate. 
even when external factors seem to be at play, the true reason that each person arrives to their particular place of residence is to better their local environment by strengthening Torah and Yiddishkeit. One need not get discouraged when the prospects of success seem to be less than optimal. Know that in matters of holiness, proper effort is guaranteed to see success. Illuminating One's Surroundings The Rebbe Rashab was once asked to describe a chassid. He replied, a chassid is a lamplighter. In every situation, the path of Hasidus is to generate light. Fighting evil, evil may be a noble task, but it's not our mission in life. Our job is to bring in more light. The flame the Hasid carries is not only their own, it must be shared with others. Where others just see darkness, the Hasid sees lamps waiting to be kindled. With this perspective, the Chassid exerts all efforts to kindle the light of the Neshama within all those they can possibly reach. The Chassid may be assertive, but never forceful. With gentle persuasion, the Chassid finds the way to illuminate the lives of others to the point that they too become lamplighters. Beyond the Chassid's intentional, targeted efforts, there is an extensive environmental influence. Light attracts, so when one shines brightly with the light of Torah and mitzvahs, others will be drawn close. Be a beacon of light and influence by personal example, as there is no projected limit to who can be reached.